0: father we honor you once again this afternoon thank you father for your mercy and goodness and grace thank you for imprinting your heart your desire your impression for this new day upon a people that you have found out of the rubbles out of the shattered walls and the broken burnt down gates That out of these ashes, Father, you are building for yourself again a people. Out of this dryness of a bone in the valley of nothingness, you are finding us once again ready as you prepare us, as you realign us, as you breathe your breath once again upon us. Thank you. We appreciate you, O God. That, Lord, you have not left us alone. That you can make newness out of this shattered life, out of this confusion, out of this misguidedness and false order that we we have embraced called the church. As the prodigal son, Father, our heart returns home. We return back to the place of your voice. We return back to the place of your intention. Speak to us. Bring us, O oh Father, to newness. Help us to hear the sound of a new day. And as we respond to this sound, help us, O oh God, to receive the change that this sound demands of us. This morning you spoke to us about responding to what you are demanding. As Moses respond to the sound and to the sight that he saw, Lord, this day we declare that we have become that company of men and women, the generation that is willing, oh God, to respond. Help us to be responsive. The hardenings of our hearts, the heart of stone that we have embraced help us oh god this day that the workings of your inner work in our heart will bring us to the place of truth that we will embrace oh god yes the desire to be broken we want to fall on the rock something in us has to be alive again even as we embrace the death of the old death of the former we thank you We honor you, O God, this afternoon. Help us once again to hear, to respond, O God, to the demand of your Spirit. Thank you, O God, for your will and purpose that will prosper through this medium, through this avenue. Thank you, Spirit of God, that you will bring us to the point where we are totally focused on what you are demanding for our day. We pray, O oh God, corporately, may your kingdom come. May your will be done in our lives. May your desire, O oh God, like a seed grow in us as we water the voice of the truth. We bless you, O oh God. Arise, O oh God, and let your enemy be scattered. Take us in once again. Bring us to the day of perfection in you. May your word, O oh God, build us renew us to the glory of your name in jesus name amen and amen well want to welcome everyone that will be joining us this afternoon wherever you are connecting from it's once again a great privilege to share this platform i know uh we normally would not do a a, a, you know a a broadcast in times like this because of the issues of network but i I have this impression, this, you know, release in my spirit to, you know, bring this word across to us. So please bear with me if the YouTube uh, 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 broadcast is not too perfect. But anyhow, you can listen to this, you know, on our audio anchor uh, broadcast. Please do listen to Anchor. And I'm sure that you'll be able to uh, um, pick one or two things the Spirit of the Lord will be sharing with us you know, this afternoon. Well, this afternoon, I would like to, if you will, continue from where we stopped this morning. It's a continuation, all right? Uh, There are two things that we are tracking. The Spirit of the Lord, of course, is emphasizing several things, but all of the things the Lord is emphasizing, amen, are basically built on two pillars. And we've been able to name these two pillars, basically, we're looking at, all right, the day of the coming, of the kingdom of God we're talking about the age of the kingdom in other words every other thing that we're going to be dealing with has to be factored into the priority of the kingdom of God that is one thing that we're dealing with and we say within that order of the coming of the kingdom there are other kingdoms of course there are there that are rising up challenging the values of God the standards of God all right but in, in the midst of all that we see what we define as the coming of the kingdom of heaven heaven is coming down the kingdom of God is coming all right? And all of that we will have to understand. What does it mean for the kingdom of God to come? And what are these other kingdoms that are rising? All right? What power do they have? These horns that are challenging the, the things of God, the intentions of God the counsels of God. The Bible says the kings of the earth, all right, they have arisen, all right, the the, 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 the powers of of darkness have gathered themselves against the Lord and against his anointed. His anointed, amen, it's not just any kind of church out there. It's anointed at those that have been called out, amen, that bear the name of God, that bear his values, his intention. So it's not everybody out there that is facing persecution. If you're compromising, you don't need to bother yourself about being persecuted. But there are those, amen, who are carriers of the the, the desires of God. Their life has become, amen, the vessel that he pours himself into, amen, and they go out there and pour out, amen, God into the nations. Those people right now are under pressure. They are being persecuted. They are being challenged because the spirit out there, amen, is challenging everything that God represents. Everything that the order of God, the values of God, the standard of God, amen, the desires of God represent. There's a spirit called an antichrist spirit out there that is challenging that, all right? But if you're just one of those people who preach what you like, you know, and what people like and, uh, you you know... You, you are not bothered. You should not be bothered. But if you are seeking to advance the will of God, the demand of God, the desires of God for your home, for your family, if you are seeking to build contrary to what Amen men define Amen as as the new normal, if you are seeking to build something beyond Amen the idea Amen of of a progressive society, quote and unquote, if you are seeking to establish the will of God, the demand of God, the desires of God, be ready for persecution. Be ready for persecution. So we're tracking that. And then not too long ago, the Lord then began to emphasize another aspect, amen, that we have seen to be part, amen, of what is required of us. If we're going to bring forth, amen, the will of God, the counsels of God, via the kingdom of God, if we're going to express the kingdom age, if we're going to bring forth what is called kingdom truth, all right? uh, if, if we talk about the kingdom, we're talking about Christ seated upon the throne. If we're going to express Christ in the earth, amen. if we're going to express the demand of God, the values of God, the counsels of God, if we're going to fulfill amen, what the word of God says, amen, as that which is required of us as the end time last day church, all right, then we need to have what is called an apostolic spirit the apostolic spirit is what gives us, amen, the governmental know-how, the administrative know-how, amen, the apostolic is what allows us to understand and be able to effectively function in that which is called, amen, the the the, the, the economy of God, hallelujah, so this is very very vital, alright, so we're dealing with the kingdom of God, yes, but the tools of the expression, the tools of uh, uh, that will allow us to carry out, to, to execute, if you will, amen, that which is king in the earth, Amen. Requires that we come into that order of a life that is called apostolos. We have to be sent of God, and this sending, Amen, has to carry, Amen, a, a, a vessel of one that heaven, Amen, has poured into, Amen. The Bible says, you know, uh, uh, in 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 John, they came to a point where they 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 they, they ran out of wine. And Jesus said, okay, if you're ever going to have peace and joy in your life, if you're ever going to have fulfillment, you have to, amen, fill again the water pot. And that to us, that is not just some, you know, tradition or some expression, you know, that is a powerful spiritual blueprint. It's a feel, fill the water pot. And that is what we believe in God, amen, that in this day where heaven is once again speaking to us about the kind of vessel that is ready, that we must be ready to carry, the, you know, the things of God has to be carried by vessel. You know, as I was looking at scripture this morning, I was reading through, you know, uh, one or two passages and something came out so clear to me that there were people that God used, all right, whenever God wants to move, all right, there are, you know, it's like, you, it's like movies, it's like, you know, you're watching, you know, a movie, you know, there are there are actors all right there are there are people that are that you you always see their face they are there all right they, they, to, to carry out to you know to 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 express to act out that which has been written in the script all right that the prophetic is a script all right that must be acted out and as I look at scripture regarding amen the the the, the, the comings of our Lord Jesus Christ regarding the comings of our Lord Jesus Christ there are certain actors there are certain actresses you see them all right, in the word of God and they play a a very important role amen, in the in the expression in the manifestation of the will of god the same principle applies to us today If we're ever going to see God, amen. Come, His will, be expressed, be be birthed in our day. There are certain key actors. There are certain key actresses. You know, when you look at Hollywood, there are certain names we know. When you look at Bollywood, there are certain actors and actresses we know. The same same thing with Nollywood, you know, and whatever wood out there. All right. We know certain faces. We can we can connect to certain faces. We can I mean when you look at the you know the 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 franchise of you know James Bond back in those days, you know your synchronary and the rest of them. You you just know what they are, what they represent. Okay. The same in the scripture. The scripture is not written outside of men, the scripture is with is written within the histories of men, within you know, the, 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 the the character of certain individuals. These individuals they play a major role in the fulfilment, in the bringing out, in the in the in the in the carrying out, amen, of of heaven's desire for you know for their time for their generation alright, the same thing the Lord, amen, is looking for, alright, we're saying we want to be part and parcel, amen, of of, of those, uh, 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 you know, acting crew, whatever God wants to do, whatever God seeks to carry out, to manifest in our day, and guess what, this movie that we are seeing being played out, alright, amen, is a movie that is speaking into the end of the days, So this is not just, you know, some kind of, you know, little, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, you know, position we're given to act. No, we're given a major, major position of acting. So we have to understand the script. We have to understand the demand. We have to understand, amen, what is at stake here. And I think this is something that the Spirit of God will have us know. All right and as we understand these things all right it will help us to begin to develop the kind of you know if you will the the kind of sense of readiness the kind of life the kind of you know commitment that is required if you know your role you know what you're called to play amen in the in the bringing forth in the acting out i mean john was a major actor regarding amen the concept of bridging one order to the next if you're to write amen a, a, a script regarding you know the, the the coming of our lord jesus christ i mean there are certain people you cannot miss out number one amen is zachariah number two hallelujah is elizabeth of course you, you look at john beyond those you look at somebody like you know anna you look at you know a, a, a simeon i was looking at those people this morning and i was like wow these are powerful, you know, actors and actresses. So we have to understand the role that we play. All right. If if, if you are called to play a role, amen, To in, in, in a movie, you know that you have to know that, you know, that script in and out. You know you have to know it. You, you don't have the time to start looking and say, okay, so what am I supposed to say? You, know, you say everything. In fact, these movies are acted out to the point that you see people, amen, in real life shed tears. It's just an acting. But now we're not talking about acting. We're talking about something that deals with amen, the destiny of, of creation. That deals with amen, the destiny of humanity. So we cannot afford to play. We cannot afford to joke. We cannot afford to mess around. And I'm saying this with, with a sense of you know, sacredness. All right, We have to understand. I need, maybe I should make it personal. I need to understand the sacredness of this day, of this moment. You know i cannot but to use you know the early 90s because i mean that was just when i i just finished the bible school i was still fresh you know i was a fresher you know coming into the pastoria and all of that you know there was excitement you want to do church you want to do ministry and you already have you know a script given to you all right from the former, you know pattern in fact back in those days we don't know if they're or they're, i mean but there's a standard there was a pattern that has been shown that has been revealed regarding how church ought to be done all right we we had a standard all right there are certain ministries certain men of god that have set the pace for us so that when you finish bible school all right you just follow man, the script you just follow the the, the, the line and this men, i mean they they are they are they are influential and some of these people you know i mean in fact the school bible school i went to amen, was you know uh, established by one of the one of the greatest generals in in that season in time you know by the name Archbishop benson in Daosa. i mean if you if you know church history particularly in in the continent of africa you know that that is a man that is a name to be reckoned with doesn't name to be right. Re- so i went to his bible school and i remember back in those days you know when we finished you know what what they do back in those days is that the, the, the best of the students all right are taken by you know by that ministry church of god mission and i could remember all right they gave me an offer to, to pastor one of their churches, but I remember the Holy Spirit. In fact, I could remember in my graduation, I've said this before, and some people didn't like it, but I have to say it, you know, that the Lord spoke to me that this man must not lay hands on you. And I can understand, not because there's a particular scene in his life or, or no, but because that man represents him a man and you know an age, a time, a season in time. But God was preparing me for something new i didn't know that i just knew that while i was praying the lord will speak to me the lord will impart my life amen he will he will he will direct me and the things that he's saying to me you know seem to be far-fetched from what i was seeing around in fact at the point i thought i was going crazy i thought you know something was wrong with you <laughs> you understand so you know you're like a fish out of the water you're different and 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 i could remember the lord said no this man must not lay hands on you this man must not i didn't understand all of that until later on i began to realize all the prayers that i've been praying god i want something new i need something fresh god use me i I could remember simeon used to be you know my model in the bible simeon yes simeon you read you know uh uh, chapter two simeon and anna were my model those were the people that that ushered me into ministry all right from the scripture i used to love the way simeon or right, i would pray and seeking for the consolation i knew something was was not correct was not right about the church but i couldn't lay my hands on what what, what that thing was but i knew there has to be a birthing and i knew that christ has to come but i wasn't looking at the second coming of jesus i knew something must happen in the church and i began to pray and i began i believe it was from there the lord continued to steer my heart and began to set my heart on the journey even though i still went back you know to lagos you know and still did church the way everybody's doing it because there was no model there was no pattern there was there was nobody you know laying a kind of a standard for you but i knew that the lord has been speaking to me and uh the direction i didn't know how to how to go about it but i kept seeking the lord i kept we started a church and all of that you know everybody was doing what everybody was doing until the lord began to stir my heart and you know i just realized that everything that i was saying was contrary to what everybody was doing but i didn't know that i was in the midst of a move i'm sharing this for us to understand that when god begins to move in the season First of all, you're going to look like you're hearing something crazy. You're going to look like a fish out of the water. You're going to look awkward. You're going to look very different. Okay? Uh, uh, you know, you may be facing persecution. You may be facing all kinds of rejection. Because every time you open your mouth, it's not, it's not in alignment with what everybody's saying. You know, back in those days, everybody was talking prosperity and, you know, faith. And, you know, just claim it and possess it and all of that. And everybody, you know, if you're calling to ministry, you're, 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 you're putting pressure on your people and you're running around... Just to look for money to build a structure so that you know people can really honor you and respect you. I and mean, back in those days, ministry was you know uh, uh, how you dress, how you look, amen, Your presentation and all of that, and the person you're able to bring from America, you know, to to come speak in your church and all of that. You know that was ministry for you back in those days. But in the midst of all of that, the Lord had begun. The, the Lord had begun to move. I'm talking. I'm sharing something here very important that I hope somebody is going to pick it up because i see the same pattern i mean and that pattern has not changed that is always the pattern of god when god wants to move god always move amen within and missed amen the old order God always move within and amidst the old order. Amen. God doesn't go, you know, wants to start something. No, he doesn't go somewhere else. He always used the same environment. He always used the same resource. Hallelujah. Just like, you know, David was picked from among the people. Amen. The priest are picked from among the people. You know, God God is, if God wants to move in South Africa today, you think God is going to bring somebody from America, all right, to, you know, to come spearhead the move. No, I didn't, I didn't come to South Africa to come spearhead the move. No, no, no. I came to steer. I came to awaken the people, all right. I came to you know tell certain people that hey wait a minute what you what you've been picking what you have been sensing is really is true (laughs) god will always use people amidst the people that's why i believe and i've seen it i've seen amen people in this nation who whose hearts are seeking I call them you know secret seekers of god you know these are these are known face they are not the popular face they are not the big shot you know they are not the big apostle and the big bishop somewhere they no 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 this is where our ordinary but they are tracking god their heart is yearning for something beyond them amen they are they, they are in the world but they are not of the world they're in south africa but they are not of south africa hallelujah they're in, they in the continent but they are not of the continent something about their life amen is 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 beyond what you can define what you can what you what what you can see in fact if you don't have discernment you will walk past them you you will push them you know by 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 the wayside because they look ordinary yet they carry divinity they carry life they carry something beyond themselves these are people that i I don't want to miss when i see them i have to i have to i have to i have to be careful we have to be careful that is that is the principles of God. God doesn't move outside amen, the time. He doesn't move outside the order. He doesn't move outside the environment. He uses the environment. He uses the negativity. All right, from that, you know, shock, from that you know, a, a place that you think nothing. They say, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Amen. The move of God began in Nazareth, but it didn't end in Nazareth. We have to understand that, that the concept of Jerusalem, starting from Jerusalem, is a principle that will allow us to look into our life, that amen what god wants what what god wants to use amen to bring global change is within us they say what is in your hand so i missed all of that amen I, i i didn't know what god was doing until suddenly i began to i began to see other people who are also catching the same fire who are also speaking the same language. And you know, and God began to bring people from different parts of the world to come and affirm. And then then we have you know a man called Noel Uldruff. He came to uh, you know Nigeria. God has been staring him and been using him in the apostolic, and of course, I've been reading all kinds of material, I've been read, read, reading Watchman reading So th- those books have been preparing my heart. My heart has been set on a journey. I've been questing for more of the spirit. You know, sometimes, you know, few days, you, you know, some you know, uh, Excuse me, Uh, not too long ago, I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. That is how we began. Of course, when God wants to move, he, he steers certain people to begin to steer certain messages. Certain truth, amen, becomes, you know, pronounced and become, you know, uh, 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 you know even more declared among the, the, the brethren. All right? they, 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 they need to study. They need to, you know, to to pray. They need to, you know, to pursue the Holy Spirit. They need, amen. And sometimes we don't understand. We just think, well, we just need the Holy Spirit for needing the Holy Spirit. No, there's a reason why, amen, the Lord is steering certain people to talk about that. Because he knows that, amen, people need to have a relationship. They need to contact. They need to connect, amen, with the Spirit Spirit. spirit amen for them to be able to do what they need to do because how can you talk about the apostolic if you don't understand the spirit of the apostolic you understand how 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 will god begin to use you amen if your house is not in order so god will raise wood they will be talking about marriage they'll be talking about your manhood they'll be talking about the the position of womanhood amen they'll be talking about a position amen where we need to you know become even more committed amen in 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 praying for government intercession you know so all of those little, little little truth that is that that is being emphasized all right is to galvanize is to push the heart of the people to a point to a place where they can clearly see what God is doing those those emphasis themselves are not the message but they are to steer your heart they are to prepare your heart they say put your house in order all right so they they bring somebody who will begin to emphasize on the area of marriage all right you've got to fix your home you've got to fix your children you've got to fix your your you know your your domestic life then they, they raise somebody else that will come and talk about money you've got to fix your money you've got to fix you know accountability and all of that you see those are not the message but they are part of the message all of that is part of what God began to do in the nineties, and suddenly there's a message that came that said kingdom order, kingdom values, kingdom you know culture. I'm like, wow, this is this is powerful. Yes, because what God wants to do, Amen, is always captured by Amen by the spirit of of His kingdom. In the kingdom, there are. Facets of messages, there are dimensions of messages. There are all kinds of, you know, uh, aspects that we've got to understand. The kingdom, amen, is very complex. The kingdom is wide. The kingdom, amen, is broad. You cannot understand. We cannot fully understand the kingdom. Hallelujah! But as we allow the Spirit of God to speak to us, to minister to us, to impress upon our heart, amen. Little, little here, little there, little. Suddenly, everything begins to connect like a web. Everything begins to connect, or right, like a chain. That is how. God speak and suddenly by 1993 thereabout, I began to have a better picture of what God wants to do By 1994 95 my I already understand that wait a minute we're in the midst of a move here God is moving here you know by 2000 we had already shifted. We, of course, by by 2000, we're already deep into the apostolic reformation move. But we, our heart is already set, you know, set to another dimension. The implementation of the message that we have received. Because some people just camped around the message. They love the message and they sat around it. And they, you know, they were romancing the message. But God began to deal with our heart on how to turn. I don't know why I'm speaking about, about you know, this, this, this afternoon. This is not what is in my heart. But God is certainly saying something to somebody here. Because we, we need to understand this moment. And sometimes to understand a the moment, they need to take you back. They need to, you know, reference certain things so by by 2000 amen we began to deal with the concept of amen transforming the word must become flesh the word must become tool we began to talk about the concept of creativity at that time i was i was Almost getting tired of just hearing the message, and I know there are certain people are are like that now. You know, that that is not enough just to talk about the message, you know, apostolic message, you know, prophetic message. No, no, that we've got to turn the message to a tool. I was there in 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 2000. All right, I I began to search the Lord. I began to seek. I began to pray. I began to believe God. God, give me resource That was the time I began to pray. God, send people into my life who who can resource what we are doing because by now we have the message. We have the tool. We have the message excuse me we have the message but we need to translate the message into a tool into something we can use into a toolbox and that was that was what began to happen into you know in, in in by the year 2000 you know and we began to pray I began to you know ask my people all right we need to believe god for money we need to believe god for you know things and suddenly suddenly god began to align our heart and we began to pray you know and 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 suddenly you know people began to give you know here and there and i had this vision or right, of creating a place and hub where we can bring people from different walks of life they can just come and learn we want we wanted to empower people we wanted to you know know grace them with resources we wanted to put a tool in their hand all right so that can become you know if you will an extension of of what god wants to do through their life amen in the marketplace and it's from there god began to speak to me about the marketplace ministry i'm not a business person but god began to show me tools in the scripture all right that can be transformed it's from there that god began to speak to me about wisdom builds a house a lot of people have heard me use the term wisdom builds a house wisdom builds a house amen yes that was something the lord gave to me is back in 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 those days How, how can wisdom begin to build how does wisdom build amen and where does wisdom build alright, what are the dynamics of the ministry of wisdom, Christ is wisdom to us, alright if we have Christ in our life, certain dimension, certain grace must flow, amen, because that's part of who Christ is, Christ is creative, Christ is productive, Christ, amen, is a, is an expression of the spirit of excellence amen, Christ is, is, is a breakthrough spirit, hallelujah, Christ will, Christ Christ is a leadership spirit he's an administrative spirit, all of that we began to look at that, amen, and we began to write manuals and, and principles, amen, that will allow and, and suddenly people began to invite us we began to speak around in, in marketplace you know uh, uh you know meetings we began to you know deal with how how companies can can rise up and can function as kingdom you know as as, as kingdom regents. we began to talk about kingdom philosophy in the marketplace in government in governance and all of that in administration so we began to you know give into we began to you know press into what is called the economy of god and that became very clear of course by the time i came to south africa you know south Africa. To, to you know 20 to uh, uh, 2003 all right at this time we already have an understanding of what the lord will have us do in terms of you know taking the church further and of course by that period the lord already has been stirring my heart about coming to south africa to cut the long story long story short all right by two, two, 2003 i was blessed all right with some good amount of money and those vision those things we've been praying for all right suddenly We're able to come into manifestation because the Lord touched somebody's heart to be a blessing to us financially. And all of the things that I wanted to do, that I've been seeking for, I've been praying for, suddenly became manifest. But the point that I'm making is, for those resources, for that financial resource to, 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 to come, all right, the Lord had to prepare our heart, prepare the hearts of the people, and those that needed to leave had left the church. Because you know those people were not, they were not patient enough. You know they, they wanted us to be like every other person. They wanted us to do what every other person is doing. But I knew the Lord was saying something completely different. So at that time we were very few as you know as a, as you know as, as a number in the church but guess what that was a time that the lord amen was also ready to bless us financially and like i said you know in time past we were able to buy computers we were able to buy sewing machine i mean we bought we're just about to buy some you know uh, um you know, training uh, equipment for photography and and, uh, and 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 the area of you know videos and things things like that. Then God began to stem. I had to come to South Africa. So, but I'm, what I'm saying is, I was. I'm 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 this. I'm, I'm I'm you know sensing the same thing that the Lord said in my heart back in 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 the early nineties when we began to felt the the move of God. I believe that we are you know in the in the in the beginning, if you will, the the, 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 the twilight of a new day. There's a staring in the spirit. God is awakening people. Alright, and I understand this, and this is some of the reason why we are declaring and emphasizing what I'm emphasizing that many people alright have have, have 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 who have left all right the former move who have found themselves if you will in a limbo who have found themselves all right in in some wilderness who, who like they don't know if they're coming or they're going they're just there a lot of people are, you know have been have been tired of what you know men have turned church to all right of course we know that church had been turned to a house of merchants all kinds of abuse that has taken place and people no longer have the desire to want to serve to want to get themselves committed to the things of god all right and some people have been in the house all right just doing their own thing for the past 10 years you know Maybe five years, all right? But I want to say prophetically to you today that the Lord, amen, is beginning to raise for Himself a people. God is beginning to create, all right, you know, an avenue, you know, a a community, if you will, amen, a society that He can begin to establish His will and His purpose that will take, amen, His his prophetic intention for this glorious day to the next level. So, what we are going to be seeing, amen, in this season in time, that there will be new churches, all right? When I mean new churches, I'm talking about community. communities all right there'll be new you know communities that rising up while some are dying off while you know some are coming into oblivion there will be young dynamic you know men and women who will be coming with amen uh, uh the, 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 the the voice of god the intentions of god who will be building amen you know like we call them cell groups all right Cell, a cell, of course, is part of what makes the body function. So this cell is not just about an organization, amen. It's about the spiritual organism that is connected to the bigger body, all right. The Lord is beginning to form for himself, amen. an Ecclesia, again, just like we saw, amen, in the early 90s. God is forming because we came out of that old system. We came out of that old order. It was difficult, all right. People persecuted us. They said all kinds of things. They called us names. In fact, they said we were into, you know, cultism and all of that. But guess what? Here we are today. <laughs> and and I'm sensing the same thing alright, it's time to journey again it's time for migration again and beyond migration, God is gathering again himself of people, God is aligning the heart of his church again amen, God will begin to speak to people and stir their heart, amen, from different region to, you know, to you know to, to, to another, God will be stirring, amen people from country to country, society to society, and he will be bringing their heart because there is something that he wants to do in this period, in this season in time for the furtherance, for the advancement, amen? Amen. And of course, for the nearness of his kingdom into earth. So we have to begin to believe God to open our heart. Amen. And begin to respond. Amen. To the wooing, to the drawing. Hallelujah. To the pulling of the Spirit of God. What you're seeing the Lord doing in this season in time it's not that which you know before. No. There's a different order. There's a different face. There's a different emphasis. There's a different grace that is coming to the church, to the body of Christ. Amen. There is a new in a, a new and a living way, hallelujah, that is coming to us that will help us to understand how we can function. And a lot of people have been confused. A lot of people have been wondering, how do I fit into what God is doing? I'm telling you, you don't need to wonder about that. God in his in His due time, amen, will fit you in. Hallelujah. You just need to continue to pray and seek his face and be open, amen, and be and be, and be responsive, amen. Don't be rigid, amen. Don't try to use the things of the past to try to judge what God is doing in the now, all right? You have to open yourself. You have to allow the spirit of God to lead you. He will always lead you into the right path, amen. He will show you. He will guide you, amen. He, he was the one who led Saul, amen, to the house, amen, of you know, of, of of you know, of Simeon, amen. He will lead you. He will he will lead you to the house of Aeneas excuse me. He will lead you to the house of Aeneas as as he led you know you know Simon, amen, to the day of the birthing, amen, of of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's been waiting. He's been praying, seeking for the consolation of Israel. What I want to say to us is, let us not stay away for too long. Let us not be in some isolation for too long because the Lord is. There in our heart, we have to con- continually search and seek, amen the Bible says, as Simeon was seeking the Lord daily, if the consolation of Israel came, at a period in time, remember Simeon was a priest under the old covenant, under the old order but his heart was searching for something new, because he has heard he has he has, he, he knew that something, amen is about to happen, he knew that God was about to visit, amen, his people, he knew that something was about to be birthed, hallelujah even though he didn't have a full understanding but he knew and he was responsive to that which, amen, the Lord has been revealing to him. And as a priest, he came and he saw. He said, now my eyes have seen. Now it's time for me to depart. And of course, he fulfilled his ministry. And the scripture also spoke about Anna. You see, these are people that have laid for us a principle of how to track the mind of God. How to track the voice of God. How to track the seasons of God. How to understand, amen, how, you know, the principle of managing our transition. And I think this is very important. So we are dealing with something, amen, that is coming afresh, that is coming new to us, all right? Even though it's not new, but many of us are going to be engaging this period, this season, amen, with a sense of newness because we need it, amen, to to, to be able to relate to what God is doing, all right? We don't want to engage this newness of God, amen, with the same old baggage, with the same old life, with the same old template and pattern of thinking. We want to be able to lay aside, amen, the weights of the past. We want to be able to say, god amen rebirth me remember the scripture says that if we don't become like a child again we cannot enter the kingdom of god that is very important amen we have to become that child we have to become amen like that innocent child amen we have to become that like like that newborn baby all right. we have to we want to enter we can't come with our sense of you know uh, uh, maturity and and guardedness and arrival no we know nothing we are surrendering to the move of God we're surrendering to the demand of God we want to surrender to this new day we want to surrender to his desire to his heart to his to, to his passion we want to surrender to his wisdom amen we want wisdom to build his house we want to be guided we want to be led by him we don't want to fight. Even if we've been wounded, we want to believe God for healing. Because the Lord is gonna use us to heal many, to restore many, and to realign his, his, his church. So let's be open, let's be, you know, be willing. Alright. So this morning we spoke about powerful principle. How the, the order of God, amen, must lead us to a dimension called Amen, the upper room. So finding that upper room, locating amen, the people that the Lord, Amen, is 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 tearing their hearts who are also taking that journey to that mountain of the Lord, I think is very, very vital. Alright? You must know how not to follow the popular opinion. Alright? And doing that, people are gonna tell you all kinds of things. They're gonna say all kinds of all kinds of things to you. Alright, they will call you all kinds of names because of course you are not in what they're doing. You're not in what they're doing. So they will they will tell you all kinds of, you know things like i said when, when we were back in those days in the Ellen, people call us all kinds of names they say some people say we're even in the way we're in a cult why because we're not doing what everybody was doing our prayer life start changing the way we pray the way we study the way we do things change our song change everything changed and we were like i mean i mean are you supposed to be part of the church yes we're the church but we're setting a different standard because the lord amen has found a place in our heart to birth that which he defines to be new, new wine can only be poured into new wine skin. That that dimension of a new wine skin is very critical. Amen. To what the spirit of God will do in our day, all right? What we thought was new has been discarded. As the old has been, has been, has been, demand as Excuse me. Has been, as has been, has been. Has been tainted as obsolete so we have to believe God amen to 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 bring us to newness again and this is something that i i remember mentioning this morning all right how to engage God amen how to how to engage the newness of the day how to turn how to how to constantly amen respond to to the demand of God for our day for our time i think it's very critical because the spirit of God will be saying to us all right i know you know this thing but i'm taking you out of that i'm bringing you into something different into something new all right so being, being being responsive, amen, to the turnings of God is something we have to embrace, all right? When you think you're ready, then they say, okay, I'm going to take you through another period, all right? It's like Esther being prepared, 12 months of preparation. We have to continually, amen, respond to what the Spirit of God is saying. Why? Because God is going to be using us for, you know, for certain powerful spiritual, you know, opportunities concept of reformation, if you will, and restoration. Some of the things that God wants to use us to, you know, to engage in this season, demands that, amen, every aspect of our life, amen, is formally, amen, are, are transformed, is totally realigned, amen, to what God, amen, is, is, is demanding. The kind of vessel, the kind of instrument, the kind of company of people, amen, that will be, you know, are, 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 that will be part of what, amen, God wants to, you know, use as vessels to, to express his intention, all right? requires certain you know principles of 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 transformation of sanctification of of you know of of development amen such that the enemy cannot compromise them all right because if if we don't understand this then we we are going to amen fall and give into the lies of the enemy and one of the lies of the enemy that we have to guard against is found in Nehemiah chapter 4 before we go to Nehemiah chapter 4 maybe I should quickly go to this scripture just to give us a kind of a reminder again of what we are dealing with all right in hebrews chapter chapter 12 verse 20 28 again let's read since uh, therefore since we are receiving therefore since we are receiving a what a kingdom we're receiving a kingdom remember that when we say we're receiving a kingdom we're talking about the value system of the kingdom we're talking about amen. The, the the value pattern of the kingdom. We're talking about the, the you know the perspective of the kingdom. We're talking about the philosophy of the kingdom. We're tra- we're talking about receiving the tradition of the kingdom, we're talking about the administration, receiving the administration of that kingdom. We're talking about amen, embracing amen, the economic system of that kingdom is important. We're receiving a kingdom. Alright? This is not just some physical kingdom we're receiving. Alright? It's a value system. It's a template of life. Amen? It's a way of seeing things and evaluating things. Since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. That's clear. Let us be thankful. Amen. And worship God acceptably. That's a, that's a powerful principle. Acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. So, we, we are seeing what is going to require for us to receive this kingdom. The concept of thanksgiving, a heart of appreciation, a sense of awe, a sense of amen, you know, a sacredness, a sense of reverential life, amen, a sense of pursuing that process that will keep refining us. God is a consuming fire, He purifies us. So, the, 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 the need to understand all of these values, principles, amen, will, will at least set our heart on the journey of receiving that kingdom. To receive the kingdom, we have to develop, amen, that sense of stability, that sense of thanksgiving, that sense of worship, amen, that sense of reverence, that sense of awe, and of course, the sense of purity, purification, alright? I just felt I needed to bring that in, alright? And I've said this to, you know, kind of buttress, you know, at, at what we're dealing with. With as we come into that dimension of the upper room remember we're dealing with amen the days of the apostolic spirit all right this is in concurrence to amen receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken this deals with amen embracing and preparing ourselves for the nearness for the coming of the kingdom of god for the embracing of the kingdom of god our heart must be ready our heart our soul our body must be prepared every faculty in us amen must be Willing, amen, to embrace all of the demand of God. And the reason for that is because we are going to be dealing with some resistance. And that takes me back to uh, um, the book of Nehemiah chapter 4. And I'm going to read from verse 1. But when Sambalat heard that we were building the wall. When Sambalat heard that we are rebuilding the wall, what wall? Which wall are we rebuilding? As an important thing, remember in Ezekiel twenty-two, God said, all right, "I sought for one to do what? To rebuild, to build up the wall, to, to, to raise up a layer, a sense of you know security for my people, a sense of community life." All right, when our wall is torn down, amen. The sense of our community life is destroyed. The sense of that church order, that ecclesia, alright, is, 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 is compromised. The enemy can infiltrate. So we're not talking about building a wall to 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 put people out, amen. To you know to, to stand out exclusively. No, we're talking about amen, a wall of defense, a wall of protection. Amen. Every human being has got walls in them. Amen. They are called, you know, cell. And the, more, the, 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 the more we eat good food, amen, the more we eat, you know, nice food, amen. The more we eat our veggies and and, and fruits. Guess what? We are building our immune system. It's called wall it protects us amen from the virus amen it protects us from the coronas of this world and all of those you know ungodly things are being released into the air you understand if you live a good healthy life amen there's every possibility amen that you 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 will be secure amen uh, from from the attack amen of of all these ungodly you know uh, uh thing virus in the air so we, we, these are powerful of course spiritual principle that we have to understand we we want to build up walls, walls in our mind. The, 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 to build us the, to, to build up a wall is to have the mind of Christ, so that when the wall system comes with their philosophy, with their ideologies, alright. Guess what? The wall that we build will resist. Amen. Those negativity. all right, Those compromising, you know, beliefs and values and attitude and ungodliness. Yes, we need to have, amen, walls because the Bible says, "Your wall shall be called, you know, a, 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 a salvation, and your gate praise." Our wall is a reflection, amen, of what saves us, what keeps us, what protects us, amen, what redeems us from the, from the lies of the enemy. We have to build walls. What does wall mean? It means you're protected. We have to build walls to protect our children. Walls are values. Walls are philosophy. Walls are powerful spiritual principles. Walls, amen, are the knowledge of the word of God that has become real and life to us. We are, we are insulated from the attack of the enemy. David said, "Amen." When the lions and the bear came to want to steal, Amen. My father's ship, he said, "Amen." I was there to guard against. I charged over the lion. I charged over the bear. I defeated them. I I took Amen the the, the, the you know the the ship out of the lion's mouth. That is the principle of building a wall. When there are walls in the home, Amen. We have fathers, Amen, who are present. Who guard their home against the lies of the enemy. Who guards their children against the ungodly, perverted spirit of the age. Building walls. When we have walls in the church, amen. The man of God protects the spiritual interests of his people. He watches over them. Why shepherd, amen. Watching their sheep by night. That is building a wall. A shepherd is a sense of security, amen, to his sheep. Build up a wall. You protect your people from foreign invasion. You protect amen your body, amen. If you take medicine, you're building up walls. If you take you know vitamins, you're building walls. Guess what? If you drink water, you're building walls. You Want to die quick, amen? Stop taking the right you know medicine, stop eating, stop drinking, you know, drinking water, all right. You know, start start doing all kinds of things that will compromise your body system very soon. Your body's gonna shut down. So we have to understand this is the ministry of you know apostolic you know teaching. We have to teach what it means. When the children of Israel stopped amen building and protecting their wall, the enemy came, and of course, what is the enemy seen? sin makes our wall not just to be weak amen it destroys our our wall it brings down our wall burn down our gates we become exposed to all kinds of foreign invasion foreign ideologies foreign belief system this is what is going on globally right now all kinds of ungodly perverted wicked destructive anti-christ anti-human hallelujah values have been have been been promoted people are, are, today don't even know you know what they stand for i mean in our homes i mean can you believe that we're in a day where you know certain countries are promoting an idea that you should not use the word he or she again that a boy can wake up tomorrow and decide to be a girl, and a girl can wake up tomorrow and decide to be a boy. What a perversion, what a world we live in. Everything that defines order, that defines you know value, that defines you know integrity, that defines you know sanctity of a home, whatever defines human life are being shattered from a government level. How did we get to this level? I mean, we we humans are thinking far below the beast in the field. How do we get to this level? That today, you know, you know, machines are controlling us. That we can no longer run things the way we ought to run them as humans in the name of we want things to be eased now we are we have you we have algorithm readings that that are that are monitoring you know what we say online if that certain words all right are, are not aligned to what has been programmed you know that it shuts you down how do we get to this point that we can no longer listen amen to opposition we can no longer hear or at right, the other side that if you are not know in alignment with what we believe then you are the enemy then we must see you as the enemy how did we get to this point as humans it's not gonna work we're just gonna burn the whole thing down and that's what they want burn it all down but it's not gonna work even as we know that christianity amen is the truth and the answer Guess what? The Lord never called us to go and force the message, amen, into the throat of the people. No. Whosoever. It is whosoever. If you will, if you wish. The Lord always give us, amen, a room for choice. He didn't create robots. But today we are creating robots. We're creating all kinds of, you know, ideas that, that, that monitors what we say and what we do. If it does not agree amen, with our popular opinion or, what, or with the agenda of the day, then we shut it down. Then that person is an enemy. And then we call it fake news. Where did we get to this? How did we get to this day? In the name of looking for money and power. Check history. There are, there are empires that have come and gone. I want to say this again. Let us check history. There are, there are empires that rose up that they thought they were invincible. <laughs> what happened to the media partial empire? What happened to the Roman Empire? Come on. What happened to the Babylonian Empire? What happened to the empire of the Egyptians? The, 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 I mean, we can see, we can look at history. In fact, these people today are rewriting history. Everything that, you know, history has taught. That does not agree with their idea, amen, of of, of, of progress, of you know, of, of you know uh, uh, development. They they, they they cancel it. They, that's why they call it cancel culture. You cancel it today. Professors cannot teach the way they ought to teach. Why? Because you know it, it's not aligning to what they want to what they want to see manifest in society. So certain professors right now are on that direct, they're teaching the things that are not in line. Education today is perverted. What's going on in the world? The world has become a crazy place. You see? As much as Christianity, amen, we know reflects the truth. Christianity cannot impose itself, amen, on Islam. We're we're not in jihad here. No nobody can go and force anybody and say no you see all the things that these people who call themselves islam are doing killing people in the name of promoting a religion it, it's it's just a demonic and, and 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 destructive because any religion that forces its truth on the people guess what it's not a religion if, maybe it's a religion but of course we know it's not the truth nobody forces himself there is no place. Our Bible says how, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Who went about doing good. To do good is not to go kill people. It's not to go put gun, you know, a gun on people's head and say, no, you must follow me. No. Jesus chose 12 people who were willing, who were already prepared, who were seeking him. Because these people love him so much, they were willing to die. Nobody forced them to die. He didn't call them to become a martyr. He died for them. Come on, friends. We have to begin to believe God to change how we think, how we reason. We can't force that's why you will never. I will never force this thing on anyone. We tell it the way it is, we'll not compromise. This is what God have said in His word. That is what we're promoting. If you want to accept it, it's your choice. But guess what? There's a there's a law right now that is being promoted, all right, in, 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 in Australia, that you can't even preach to people again because they say you want to convert them. But yet you have people, amen, trying to p- persuade and convert children to become something else that they are not. To, in fact, to change, to change, amen, their, their, their sexuality. Come on. What is wrong with the world? What are these people seeking to gain? Of course, there's a demon, there's a spirit, there's a devil that is promoting them, that is pushing them. Now, you Can't be wiser than the than the than the wisdom hallelujah of God. He himself is the wisdom. We cannot be wiser than him. We have to begin to hear. We have to listen. Listen, the things of God are done by the power of persuasion. The Bible says, Amen. While Peter was still speaking, remember Peter. This guy was 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 headbound. He said, No, I'm I'm not gonna go. I'm I, I'm a Jew, I'm not gonna go to the house of a gentile to go and preach. No. He was hungry, they said, kill and he said, No, I'm not gonna, you know, nothing unclean has ever touched my lips. Finally, he went talking about Colinus. Colinus was a gentile, he was a Jew. Look look, look at the principle, just look at the principle in that scripture. The Bible says all Peter did was to go with the people because you you can't deny Peter could not deny that he had a vision, so he had to go with the people, and the scripture said that you know while peter was speaking this is the gospel this is the gospel that brought me to the lord and this is the gospel that kept me standing while peter was still while he was speaking it's just like you know you read about elijah while elijah was still praying when your heart is one with God listen to this you don't need to force anybody you don't need to cajole anybody you don't need to go on TBN and sell you know and sell some product you don't need to you know give people false hope and and say oh when i pray for you this is going no 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 you don't need to do all of that when your life is in alignment with the will of God listen to this God will show up God heaven will turn up what peter was preaching the bible says the spirit of God fell on Cornelius and the entire household Peter did not need to even lay hands on anybody while he was still telling them about his experience. The Holy Spirit came. Bible says, while Elijah Amen, was still praying, the fire fell from heaven. Don't you think we need to return back to this God? We've done everything to wind, you know, like I, like I was sharing this morning. We've built all kinds of things that have attracted people to the big basilica, to the big temples that we've built. Except we cannot attract God (laughs) We've we've built all kinds of things That have attracted men We've built all kinds of things That have drawn men People have come to watch our wonder They've come to see the size and 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 the magnitude of the things That we have built The things that our hands have built But these things cannot bring God Can't bring the presence of God down Listen friends if we're ever going to change the world in these days of evil, if we're ever gonna change the world in this time that they're telling us it is it is it is it is it is, it is against the law to preach, it's it's not in alignment all right, to, to human you know to, to you know uh, uh, to human freedom to preach. If we're ever gonna change people, we must know God. There has to be a people who are who are carriers of God that is that is the testimony we read about certain men in the early centuries people like charles finney john g lake you know a few few of them like that and somebody will walk into a cobbler you know a, a you know a factory shop without even you praying you know the just the presence of god that you bring people are convicted People are, I mean, are, are, are whipping. You know, nobody pre- nobody said anything. You bring the presence of God. You become the carrier. That's what I'm talking about. This is what is going to take if we're ever going to, hallelujah, be a witness, a true witness in this last day. You have to carry. As you enter that boss, you sit with the people. People must feel something to the point that they feel convicted by your presence. And you know, I wrote a material. In fact, not a material, it's a book. Pursuing the presence of God. The quest for the presence of God. Maybe when I'm done, I'm going to share the link on my Facebook timeline. (laughs) We need a generation of people who are thirsty for God more than anything. When When you're full of God, there's no legislation. There's no legislature, There's no policy that can stop amen the presence of god from manifesting how do you do that that is what is going to change P- listen to this the world system have seen the church and they are appalled by what they've seen because what they have seen is that amen people have used the name of god amen to make money for themselves to build things for themselves and therefore they said no we, we cannot we cannot we cannot have this again in our society and i don't blame them So if you claim that you're going to be part of what God is doing in this last day, oh, you better know God. Remember the scripture said in the book of Daniel, it is those who know their God. It is those who know their God that will be strong and be able to do exploit. You can't do exploit if you don't know God. not Not knowing about God, not knowing about the things of God, but you have to, you have to know God. You have to know God as he knows you. You have to have that experiential knowledge of him. If you don't have that, then we have nothing to offer. So if we're going to deal with this issue of the Sambalat and the Tobiah, the Bible says when Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, that's what led us to all of this. That we are rebuilding the system. That we are rebuilding, amen, the economy of God for our life, for our society, for our community. That we are restoring back, amen, that which has been shattered and broken. That we are coming back to our true identity. We are coming back to the point, to the place, amen, of our assignment as a prophetic generation, as an apostolic regent in the earth, amen, that we are rebuilding. When the Remember, at this point, Jerusalem was already shattered, amen, there were people already in captivity. The sense of hope was gone. At the time of this scripture, the people of God were in captivity. So these were the people that were left back, you know. Nehemiah heard that the gates of Jerusalem, the place of of the initiative of the things of God. The place where God initiates His, His intention, the place where God, amen, birth His things that will spring forth into the nation has been destroyed. It's not enough that, all right, they were taken captive to, to you know, to Babylon, but the system, ah, the system that, amen, God is going to use to birth, to bring forth, the transformation of the nation has been compromised. He heard it. The Bible says, Nehemiah wept. You see, it can only take a people whose heart are burdened, who have a sense of commitment and responsibility to the things of God that can look at the state of the church and weep. Why some people be looking I'll be laughing and some people will be looking I'll be giving all kinds of narrative. Oh, everything is well. All is well why you why are you bothering yourself god is going to fix it yes god will fix it but god doesn't fix things without the people that amen he can use to fix them god doesn't move until there are men that are available until there are you know instruments that are available And the instrument has to be ready and prepared. That was Moses for you. When Moses thought, yeah, I, 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 I'm ready. I knew, I, I understand what it takes. He goofed. He made a mistake. He ran away. Many of us have run away from the from the assignment. Because we thought, you know, we were ready. We thought we, we know what, it, what, what it's going to take to fix it. Uh-uh. He said, you better look into your own life. There are all kinds of, you know, things you need to fix. There are still logs in your life that you have to deal with before you begin to point at the, at the at the at the you know specks and the sawdust in other people. You get ready. Moses saw his weakness, he ran away. That is where a lot of people are right now, particularly those amen, that you know you know, maybe some years back felt yes, God can use me. I can I can I can make a difference. And then they, they, they shun the lights. There's a way some sometimes God will shine the light into your inner your inner life and they will show you I mean, your weakness and your you know your frailty and your, your sin, the, the inner sin in you. And you say, I'm not worthy. You run away. God doesn't want you to run away, he wants you to run to him. When Moses ran away. He thought all of this training that I've received to, to help to change the people of God. I'm not even worthy of it. He killed. He killed somebody. <laughs> he thought. He thought the people were gonna appreciate, you know, his position of leadership. He tried to enforce his leadership on the people. Is that not what we do? We try to enforce ourselves on the things of God. I can do it. I know, I've got what it takes. <laughs> I've been there, so I can. I can speak because I've been in that position. You wanna take all the problem of the world upon your shoulder? I can bear it. It will collapse you. You're gonna die. Except the Lord empowers us. Except heaven resources us. Except heaven breathes on us. We have no might in this thing. Ah, uh, We have no answer for the issues of our day. They are too complex for our mind. Too complex for our sense of wisdom. No matter what amount you think you have, you can't build God a house. You know, that's what I see in this part of the world here in South Africa. And many other parts of the Western world. People are walking, the man is walking, he's walking. You know, he's, every day is going to walk, trying to make money, to try to fund the things of God. You're going to die. It will collapse. God will bring that work to an end. <laughs> the work of God can only be resourced by faith. Not by your salary. <laughs> I can tell you this because I've, I've been in all of these things. So I'm I'm speaking from experience and from the realities of the truth. If you ever think you're going to address the Sambalat and the Tobias, they will drain the resource out of you. The same people that you are trying to invest into will walk out of your life, will walk out of that ministry. You will see You will, men of God today are getting heart attack because the things they've invested in amen, is not yielding. Instead of, the, it's, it's, instead of the thing to grow, amen, it's, it's, it's crumbling. It's, it's coming down. If the Lord has not touched the heart of the people, don't put your trust in them. If the Lord has not brought you to the end of yourself, don't, don't get yourself involved in the things of God. That thing is going to collapse on you. That's a word for somebody. This is the reason why we always bring forth wind. Because, you know, we want to come and impress people. I see that happening so much here in South Africa. And I can't speak because God sent me here. The man of God comes on Sunday with his nice car to bambooz the people. To prove that, yes, God has called me. But you look at the people around. They don't even have half, of, have half of what you have. And you still want to preach to them. You talk down on them with your religious and and your, you know, uh, uh, spiritual pride. One day the people are going to say, no, I I don't fit to be here. This is not my home. And they leave. And you wonder why they leave. You have not come to the end of yourself. You can't carry the things of God. (laughs) See, it's amazing how God speaks to us. When Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding, we were rebuilding the wall. Who gave them the resource to rebuild? Who gave them the strength to rebuild? Who gave them? Somebody came from captivity. His His name is Nehemiah. He was serving in the palace of the king that invaded their land. He was serving was a butler. But he was a man of God. He was effective. In the marketplace. But he was a man of God. His heart. Was, was, was open to. The frequency of the spirit. He heard just a word. And he responded in the spirit. In weeping. In prayer. In fasting. For four months he was fasting and praying. Seeking the face of God. One day he came. To present the king, why? And the king looked at him and saw something different about his countenance. What could be wrong with you, Nehemiah? What is this? Are you sick? No, I'm not sick. This thing is bothering you. Tell me what it is. See, God created an occasion. Nehemiah opened his mouth to speak. Nehemiah did not force himself. He didn't have to go and, God, make, no. No. See, when you when your heart is burdened about the things of God, you've got to keep that burden alive. The burden will speak, the vision will speak in due time. The vision spoke. The king said, What do you want me to do? The Bible says and Nehemiah prayed. You know the rest of the story. Resource was given to him, grace was given to him. Go, go and rebuild. I mean, it will amaze you. That God can use the same, the same, the same kingdom that destroyed, Amen, his fatherland, to begin to initiate restoration. That's God for you. That's why I said before we fully condemn Joe Biden, let's, 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 let's awake and hear what the Lord is doing. God will always have Himself in Nehemiah, even in, even, even in the White House. God will have Himself a Daniel there. Listen to this. They are not in control. God is very much in control. He who sits in the heaven is laughing. He's laughing. If there's an antichrist, amen, that, that is flexing his muscles, it's because the Lord allowed him. <laughs> it's because the Father allowed him. If there's just a Jezebel that is that is taunting the people of God, it's because the Lord allowed her. So you rise up, amen. Don't run away. Take your place, Elijah. Bring the word of the Lord. Prepare people until the day comes where Jezebel will be judged. We must have the mind of the spirit. We must have an apostolic mind. We have to have an apostolic understanding. We must be people amen, whose spiritual life is open to the to the various prophetic streams of God. We cannot be one way in, 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 our, in our connection to the things of God. It has to be Donald Trump. Who said it has to be Donald Trump? And who say God can still not use Donald Trump in another way, in another means? God have used Donald Trump to expose all of these things so that we can wake up and see what we're dealing with. Or else the church will still be in limbo. The church will still be doing hocus pocus, mysterious nonsense. Thinking, yes, we're in control because there's a Donald Trump there. (laughs) But now you know what you're dealing with. (laughs) Are you getting the point? Now you understand that everybody's praying and fasting. Why are they praying and fasting? Why they praying and fasting? Because suddenly they realize, uh-oh, oh, we're in trouble. Uh-huh. You see. So we thank God for the life of Joe Biden. Amen, to keep the church awake. To keep us on our feet. <laughs> now suddenly, we'll begin to seek the face of God. Direction and wisdom. will be Yes. Suddenly somebody begins to think of how to build capacity. Capacity from every dimension. Yes. That's the principle of the kingdom of God. There's a church that was established where Satan lives. You read it. I think the church of Sardis. <laughs> live where Satan lives. You, you, do, you do church there. Are you getting the... I mean, are you following the, the, the direction of the Lord? We're we not afraid. When Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall. He became furious. He became very furious. Completely enraged. And ridiculed the Jews. Furious, enraged, ridiculed. (laughs) He spoke, hallelujah. He spoke, listen to this. He spoke before his brothers and the army of Samaria what are these feeble jews doing look at look at the time look at look at the qualification look at how he qualified the jew he called them feeble Say so this feeble church this weak church haven't you seen what we have done we have destroyed your wall. we've burned down your gates what can you do what do you want to do he ridiculed them he was enraged he was furious. He was furious because he was afraid. He was enraged because somebody had the audacity to wake up and say, I'm going to go back and rebuild. <laughs> and you know, when these things start happening, you, you want to spread that, you know, uh, 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 you know, ridicule, uh, you know, uh, position. You want to spread it so that other people can also ridicule them. The Bible says he went to speak Amen. Before his brothers and the armies of Samaria. You see, in the armies of Samaria, they are there guarding the, the, the whole place. They say, What is this crazy Jews thinking they're doing? What are these feeble Jews doing? That's the present condition of the church right now. They are, they are, they are enraged. Amen. They are they are ridiculing us and they are saying, Can these people ever wake up again? We have destroyed them, we shut down the church. We even bribe their their, their pastors. We give them money to be quiet. To do our bidding. But they they have not seen anything yet. What are these people Jews doing? Can they restore it for themselves? Do you think you can restore this wall? Do you think you have what it takes to rebuild this bond gate? We've destroyed your leadership. A gate represents amen, man leadership, fatherhood, manhood. We've castrated your men. We've turned them to something else. They have no capacity to bring forth again. We've turned them to eunuchs. They have no sense of seed. They have no, we've destroyed their identity. They are weak. What can they do? We've destroyed them. Can they restore? Can they rebuild? But guess what? There is a Nehemiah. There is one who who can pray. And who who have been empowered by the spirit. He's been graced and he's been resourced. He's been commissioned. Is being sent is an apostolic one. He carried an apostolic spirit. Are you getting the pattern? Can they offer sacrifice? Can they finish this work in a day? Can they revive the stones from the heaps of the dust and the rubbish, even ones that has been burnt? I like this. Now, when you look at scriptures like this, you want to pause. Can they offer sacrifice? Can they finish in the day? Can they revive the stones? I like the translation that, that says, Can they bring back the stones alive? It is from here God spoke to me. We are going to revive the living stones. Remember, you can only build with living stones. But these people thought they have destroyed the stones, the stones are dead. <laughs> near the word of the Lord can they revive the stones from the heaps of the dust and rubbish even the ones that have been burned now Tobiah the Ammonite was beside him and he said even what listen to this even what they are building if a fox should get up on it it will break down their stone walls let's see Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if the the, the words of Tobiah will come to pass. Father, we honor you. Oh, we glorify you, King of glory. I want to read another scripture. I'm sure by now you get a picture of Nehemiah chapter four. Let's read another scripture. In the days of Caesar Augustus, I'm reading Luke chapter chapter two. In the days of Caesar Augustus, he issued a decree that Amen, census should be taken of the entire Roman world. Of the entire Roman world, I want you to see this. There is there is a Caesar Augustus. There is, of course, which represents Amen. You know, a, a hidden king, a hidden empire, a hidden nation, all right, human system, it's called Caesar Augustus, he issued a decree that a census should be taken, you know, should be taken across the entire Roman Empire, and you remember back in those days, Roman was, in, Rome was in charge of all, basically, you know, uh, 90% of the world, they were in control. The Bible says this was the first census that took place while in Aquarius, was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own to his own hometown to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of the lineage of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was who was a pledge to him, he married. Verse six says. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. While they, were, while they were in Bethlehem. Why did they go to Bethlehem? They didn't go to Bethlehem to give birth. They went to Bethlehem because there was a decree that was made by Caesar Augustus. That everybody must go to their place of birth, amen, and be registered there because a censor must be carried out, all right? They need to carry out the censors to know, amen, how to distribute, amen, the, the things they need to distribute, to know how to control, to know how to, you know, uh, take charge of their empire, all right? And to know, you know, the, the kind of uh, places that, you know, certain incomes must come from, all right? This is, this is very strategic. Does this sound like the days that we're living in? Certain things are done, amen, in the human realm, amen, to bring people to certain position, amen, of compromise, like this corona. They say, but yeah, but yeah, God allowed it because you see, God is a God who express Himself in His wisdom. In the days, in, the, in, in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree, it's a decree. You can't, you can't challenge it. You can't decide not to go to where you were born, all right? Imagine if a decree is made right now that everybody, every, every foreigner in this country must go back to their country and do whatever they need to do. I don't have a choice, even though I'm a partial citizen, but guess what? You have to leave. This was a decree that was made by Caesar Augustus. I'm just bringing a context. That within the decree of men, within the systems of men, within the government of men, hallelujah, God hides his his principle. If the decree was not made, amen, Jesus would have been born somewhere else. But Joseph and Mary had to go back, amen, so that the scripture, the prophecy, can be fulfilled. So Caesar Augustus thought he was he was stretching his power, he was trying to be, you know, to be smart and be, you know, God knows who. He didn't know that he was walking to the script. <laughs> so why you know Joseph and Mary were like, do we have to? They didn't know that they were also following a prophetic word. The word declared that Jesus will be born in Bethlehem so it was not Caesar Augustus just making decree, that decree is a type, is a way of God Amen. pushing forth his intention can you see this can you understand this principle all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called after his purpose if Christians prophets, apostles understand this we won't be be fighting each other We've been doing all these crazy things that we're seeing happening today. Particularly in America, here and across the globe. We know that, amen, we are living life. So certain things that we thought, amen, the world system, amen, is doing and they're trying to get away. No, 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 no. They're not trying to get away. Because we have prayed. We have believed God, amen. And we know that God is working things together for our good. So we submit to the process of God. We can see the things of God unfold in those days caesar augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken amen of the entire roman world this was the first census amen that took place while aquarius was governor of syria and everyone went to their own town, hometown to register today they've got something they're calling amen this you know this this uh vaccine all right and all of these things that they're doing, all right, It's part of amen, getting to register everybody and getting to know what where everybody fits in. I'm talking about, the, you know, a, a passport for this corona. That okay, if you have not been vaccinated and you don't have this passport, you not be allowed to do X, Y, Z. Guess what? All of these are all part. Let's not be afraid of the antichrist to the point that we cannot see the God, Amen, who rules and who is in charge of all things. I'm talking about amen the spirit understanding the spirit amen of 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 the apostolic age amen coming into the the position amen of the kingdom of God while the kingdom of men yes the kingdom of Caesar of, of Augustus you know the empire the, the 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 kingdom of Rome rising up and making decrees that everybody must go to their to their hometown to register wherever you come from go back there yet in the midst of all that it is God That is fast-tracking his prophetic intention. Ah. The Bible says, Mary and Joseph also went, amen, to their hometown. The town of Bethlehem, where David came from, to register. That's what the Bible says. He went to register, amen, with Mary. The Bible says, who was pledged, amen, to be married to him. The Bible says, amen, they were expecting a child while while they were there the time came for the child amen to be born verse seven and she gave birth to a firstborn a son she wrapped him in, in, in a swaddling cloth and placed him in a in a manger because there was no room in the inn and of course you read further and it's from there you go back and then you you look at amen what the lord began to speak regarding simeon these are all powerful you know spiritual connection to what god amen is doing so you see you see the actors you see the key players so in this season in time we want to see certain key players certain people amen are now in the position of mary and joseph god is aligning connecting people together all right we're hearing the sound and we're moving to us amen the the, the the place called the upper room where everybody is still you know focusing on the old order and are going to jerusalem and are doing their own thing but there is something new that god amen is steering there's a new order there's a new life there's a new beginning there is something fresh that is taking place even though all of this newness amen is is established on the on the platform of a decree of a dictator The wisdom of God. And Sambalat heard that we were rebuilding the wall. This is the day of the rebuilding. And this wall will be rebuilt, friends. The gates will be restored. Mary is going to give birth to a son. The counsel of God will be fulfilled. The question is, what is your role? What is my role in this powerful prophetic age? What is your role? What is my role in this season of the nearness of the kingdom of God? What are you going to do? How are you going to be part of this glorious move? This is what the spirit of God is emphasizing. That is what I want to leave with us as we round up this afternoon. How committed are you to this declaration, to this emphasis of the Spirit? Father, we thank you. Your heart once again has been revealed to us. Your desire is made clear once again to us. You're showing us your wisdom. You're revealing your intentions to us. We thank you. May we open our heart in embracing this desire, this counsel of yours. May we rise up this, this afternoon. May we align to your demand, O oh God. We pray. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Thank you, Father, for everyone who has joined us and those that will be listening to this broadcast later. I pray for them. May this truth Take them, bring them to the place of response, of decision. May we not live in the old. May we transit to the new. May we respond to the voice of a new day. May your kingdom find expression in our life. We bless you, o God. We glorify your name. Eyes have not seen these things, ears have not heard. The minds of men have not even begun to conceive these things that you're about to reveal, that you're revealing in this season in time. We thank you, o God. Help us to run with this truth. Help us, O God, to abide and live within the authority of this word. May this word continue to enable us, energize us, even when we feel weak and tired and sometimes discouraged and disconnected. May this truth always align us back to your demand, to your request, O God. We bless you, O God. We honor you. To the glory of your name, Father, we want to see Your kingdom manifest in the earth through our lives. May your kingdom come. May your will be done, O God. As it is done in heaven, let it be done on earth. Let it be done in us. May your kingdom find expression in our ministry. May your kingdom, O God, yes, interrupt everything that we stand for and we represent. May your kingdom bring our wisdom to an end so that your day, your wisdom, O God, can begin in us. We thank you, O God. We lift your name on high. Worthy are you, Lamb of God. We celebrate your truth once again. May this word continue to enable us, O God, to respond precisely, O God, to your demand. We glorify you. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, thank you so very much. If you have joined us this, uh, this afternoon, I want to really thank God for your life. Thank you for being part of this. Wonderful live broadcast. The word of God has come to us once again. Life, amen. So continue to respond, continue to yield, continue to journey on. Let the spirit of God continue to imbibe, amen, your heart in truth and in grace. May this word, amen, give you, amen, a a passion to continually press on and long for the days of the Lord. God bless you. Have yourself a wonderful afternoon. Hopefully, I'll see you again tomorrow by the grace of God or else. We'll see when we see. God bless you. Please continue to pray for us. Continue to pray for me. Continue to ask that the Lord will continue to grant me grace and enable me to stand out Amen. in responding to his voice and his demand. God bless you. Love you all. God bless you. Bye-bye.